When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've started doing something around the house called quiet yelling when our dogs bark, and it's actually working better than yell yelling. I'll explain what that is. Uh, Callie's wondering if she has turned into an introvert or if this is just a phase of life. And Callie gives her parents props for the way they're handling a major, major inconvenience in their life. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Podcast. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, October 13th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for friendships. Today is my friend George's. One of my best friends. He was the best man at my wedding. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, George. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for, what am I grateful for today? Hats. <laughs> to protect your face from the sun. I always wear them when we go on walks, and I feel like I'm doing my skin a notable service. My parents have had a broken refrigerator for how long? Oh, I feel like it's been, I mean, has it been three months? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. And I was over there the other day and my mom was like giving me the update. She's like, oh, or maybe it was my dad. They're like, oh, it looks like it's going to be another month before they get the parts in store or whatever. Now, my parents have a very old refrigerator. It's 20 something years old, which I think we can all agree on a few things. One, they don't make them like this anymore. Right. You know, we say that about they've also had their washer and dryer for that long Mm -hmm. and it runs great. Number two, when they built the kitchen the refrigerator was built in with the kitchen. So this is not a let's go to Lowe's and buy a, I don't know how much refrigerators cost. It's significantly less than what they would have to pay. Like if they were going to replace that refrigerator, it would involve like construction in the kitchen. It would involve and, construction and the price of it and then the paneling over it. I mean, I think my dad said at one point it would be like a $20,000. Like it, it's insane. They're yes. not doing it is the point. Right. Um, so they'll get one of those ice vending machines that they have like at lakes. Yes. You know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. people get like in their backyard before they're going to replace this refrigerator. That is true. And my dad is like holding, he's like, it's just not, we're not doing it. But that said, since it is quite a bit older, the parts take a little bit longer. Cause it's not like, you know, I don't know how parts work for companies, but I assume the new ones, it's like they could ship it to you tomorrow. The older ones, you probably have to look for them, find somewhere that has them, whatever. So they've been going back and forth trying to repair this refrigerator for a couple of months. They haven't had a working refrigerator and they are using a wine cooler. I think we got two wine coolers for our wedding uh, and they're using one of them to put their food in. And they have the best attitude about it. Like, I think you and I have griped about it more than they have. And it's not convenient at all. 
Well, I'm not, I'm only, my gripes are because I feel bad for them because your mom is such an entertainer. Like she Mm -hmm. likes to have people over for dinner. And I mean, even if we go over to pick up Ellie, you know what I mean? If, if they watched Ellie for the day, like we walk in and she's like, Hey, do you guys want anything? Your dad's like, do you want a glass of wine? Do you guys want some appetizers? I could put something in. And she's just not able to do that because no freezer. Right. You know, right now. Right. So I, I, I'm not, I just feel bad for them. And it's, it's such a long time to have such an inconvenience. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, the like mi- if the microwave are- is down, then you just cook on the stovetop. Right. And yeah. these are, you know, first world problems for sure. But I feel like my point that I'm trying to get across is, okay, so the refrigerator's broken. They're not, it's not going to be fixed tomorrow or next week. And my parents, I don't know if they do this intentionally or not, but it's almost like they've evaluated and they're like, okay, we can be mad for the next month yeah, or we can live our lives and it's fine. Yeah, It's just a minor inconvenience and it's annoying, but it's not the end of the world. And I really like that about them. And that was a good reminder to me when I saw them the other day, like, okay, it is what it is. You know, sometimes there are things, it just is what it is. And they have the same, you know, I remember years ago, my parents, my mom was like, you need to leave early for the flight or something like that. And they were going to meet each other at the airport for a flight. My dad is running to make the flight. He misses it. So they, they missed their flight and they just burst into laughter because on the way my dad like twisted his knee. So he's like hobbling, but also trying to run to the thing and they just laugh a lot. And I really love that spirit that they have towards life and the attitude. Like, could they have screamed at each other? Yes. Did they choose to laugh at each other and have a funny moment? Cause there's literally nothing they could do about it. Yeah, they did. I am trying to be very self-aware about the words I choose and the tone of those words around Ellie, specifically to the dogs, because we have barkers and we're also kind of rude to our dogs. Like if we're cooking or something, Sadie loves to stand under us while we're cooking in the kitchen, but we are in a hurry. So we'll be like, say move, get out of the way, move, move. get out of the way, move, get out of here, move, whatever. I don't know why we don't throw them out of the kitchen when we're, because they always come back. We kick them out when we're eating though. And they go lie on the rug in the other room. Yeah. I don't know why I've never thought. Anyways. um, Yeah. So it's like, Sadie, get out of here. Sadie, move. Sadie, whatever. If they start (laughs) barking um, and, if it's if they're barking because somebody's on the porch, then so be it. But if it's if they're barking just because unwarranted barking, yeah, I'm like it's Lily Jane, shut up. So I've tried to stop doing that because I don't want Ellie to ever speak like that to the dogs or to any person. So I have changed. Like you don't want her to be on the playground and be like Billy, move, right? <laughs> or like shut up. Like if two kids are being noisy, yeah, you know. In, in school. So I have changed. I'm now doing this thing that Callie is calling quiet yelling. Definitely a quiet yell. So you're not raising your voice, but the tone is still the same. Well, the t- I think the tone is even different and it's, I'm expressing more of a disappointment. So it's a very conscious decision I'm expressing. So if Lily starts barking out of the front window, rather than say, Lily, There's nobody out there. Instead, I say, Lily, Lily, 
what? And then I walk into the other room and I look and I see nothing out there. Then I make Lily go sit off to the side or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it was you a year or so ago that was telling me I was not being mean enough to the dogs with my tone of voice. The, The difference here. Okay. I did tell you that. And it was much more than a year ago. It was because it was when you had your dog Blair and we would let them off leash and Sadie, well, they both wandered, right? But Sadie would always stay like where we could see her. Blair was the one who would be like squirrel and just like gallop off. Mm-hmm. And when when I would yell at her, I would be like, Blair, enough to like stop her in her tracks and I would get back here. And then she would come <laughs> back. You were more of a Blair, kind of like it was an option. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you you can't, that's not how you can, if a dog is running away from you. But I'm pretty sure that you said that at the, when we lived at the town. I think you've said that on the show before. Really? Uh-huh. Maybe. I think well, we've talked about it because I, I'm very much remembering on the show you being like, Lily doesn't listen to you because you don't say it authoritatively enough. Well, so now, how are you going to combat that with the, with the quiet yelling? She does. When I say it though. For whatever reason, the tone, I can't even do it right now. It's like. <laughs> do you want me to try to do it? Try you go, to do it. you go, well, like an hour ago, you were like, Lily, don't you, don't you bark. No, I don't do it. Like, it's like, it's more like a, Lily. There it is. It's almost like I'm shocked that she would even bark at the, at the Amazon driver. But do you think you're getting your point what? across? She stops. <laughs> She's, I actually think it's more effective than yelling. Hmm. <laughs> Because she stops and she's like, what? Because Lily's, she's emotional. Lily is she she's very sensitive. She does not want to let anyone down. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that tone with Lily is like, Lily. There it is. And then <laughs> when I say it like that, she's like, what? I'm like, what are you doing? Because when you would yell before, she would cower. She would cower or she would keep barking, but she would just run. Like she would run around <laughs> and bark like, I know you're mad, but there's somebody on the porch. This one's like, oh, you're not happy with me. No. I'm so sorry. Please don't and then she w- And she actually waits for me to come up to her, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'm just trying to change the tone because I don't, I don't want Ellie to be like screaming, shut up, to the other side of the classroom at school. You remember last week when we brought up, I think it was last week, the little thing that brought me joy. And I was talking about the guy at the auto shop down the street from us and yeah. how he just loves his job. And he's just, I was sitting in there 30 for, for 30 minutes listening to, you know, stories about his last meal experience at a restaurant that he went to. He went to, I came out and I'm like, I thought you said we we're, I thought you were all checked out. And, she, and Callie's like, yeah, but what's his name? Roy? Ray? Uh, Ray, Ray. Ray. It's Ray. Ray. Callie's like, yeah, but Ray went to Medieval Times last weekend and he was giving me the scoop. I'm like, I didn't know you wanted to go to Medieval Times. You're like, I don't. I just wanted to keep Ray company. I did. And he like he was so interesting that I'm like, Jeff, I know we have things to do today, but you have to wait because he just he loves his job. He's so fun to be around. And I had another one of those experiences. And it's one of those little things that I would have passed over years ago. And we talk about this on the show all the time in hopes that you recognize when these things are happening in your own life and you give them a little credit because it's like a little, you know, it makes you feel good. I was at iGallery. Yeah. 
getting my contact lens appointment thing. I don't know. You have to get an exam every year when you have contacts to get a, to get an updated prescription. And the doctor there is so nice and he's so passionate about what he does and it shows. And I admire that a lot. And it makes me excited to go in there. I mean, not only that, but he makes me feel so smart because you know those little the tricky little eye things yeah number one and number two yeah number two number three yeah three four three four four (laughs) three four by the way it's liberating once you realize you can tell them they both look about the same i mean change your life changer life changer and you know this doctor like you see him too did you get the poof i did get the poof (laughs) i got the poof it wasn't as as bad this time for some reason you know there you go. <laughs> sometimes you're funny. Sometimes I think you're really annoying, but sometimes you make me laugh. And right now you're making me laugh. Uh, but he encouraged me when I was doing those things. He's like, wow, you did such a great job. And he was almost talking to me, not in a mean way. I mean, this is a compliment, not an insult. Like I was a kid who just did something for the first time. He's like, wow, great job. You really nailed that one. And it made me feel so good about myself. But don't you feel like he's just blowing smoke? Totally, but I don't care. It made me feel like a million bucks. Like, that's so nice. And he doesn't have to do that. But he's just like, wow, you did a great job of that one. I'm like, yeah, I did. The same way, like, when Ellie separates all the triangles from the circles. And we're like, you did so good. But there's, like, one diamond in there. And we're like, this is a diamond. But every you did so good. You know why it's great? It's because I feel like it's validation about my whole life. Like, as adults, we don't get enough people saying, wow, you did so good. I mean, we don't hear it at work. We don't hear You know what I mean? So if the only validation I get is from my eye doctor when I'm doing those little eye charts... And he thinks I'm doing a great job. Fabulous. That's my favorite place to be. You know where do they need those people, those wow, good job people at at the self-checkout of the supermarket? Yeah. Like. Because that's stressful. It's stressful. But when I do it really well, like when I have produce and I search the produce and I get the codes Mm -hmm. and everything, I never get the warning like, hey, put this in the bag. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes Mm -hmm. the warning pops up and you're like, I just did put it in the bag. What are you talking about? Um, Like. When I sail through it, like it would be great to have somebody when I was leaving go, it's really good job with that. Because really? Good, never, and you fit everything perfectly in the bag. Yes. There's not one mostly empty bag with one thing in it. You perfectly right. fit it. You did a great job. And I think that's warranted because I've never I've never worked in a grocery store. I've never been trained. This is what I want you. I've never been trained on scanning, to bagging. Do. When I come home with a full tank of gas great and I don't job. run out. Good job. Great you didn't even job. run out of gas. Or when you say to me uh, at eight o'clock as you're getting into bed, like, okay, I'll, see, I'll be home tomorrow about noon. Oh, I don't have any gas. Good night. I've already taken like, Ambien like an yeah. hour ago. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, what? And you're like, I need gas. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Did you hear that somebody broke into Starbucks and stole all of the coffee? I don't know how those people sleep at night. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? 
Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. What we learn at a young age sticks with us through adulthood. And that's why it is important to start a lifelong love of learning early in our children. Why not make learning fun, right? Well, KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. A KiwiCo subscription delivers cool, hands-on projects for kids of all ages. Now, we got Ellie's first crate when she was just a couple of months old and I didn't really know what to expect but there were developmentally appropriate things for her in that box that she loved and it told us how to share them with her which I thought was really cool. There's crates for kids of all ages, but the one that Ellie gets is the Panda Crate. It's developed in partnership with Seattle Children's Hospital, and each crate delivers age-appropriate hands-on projects to help infants and toddlers build that foundation for learning that we were just talking about. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. Kids love getting these in the mail, and they love to take everything out of the box and figure out how it goes, and it can be a really fun family project. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. Do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Spark the love of learning today with the KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. The seasons are changing and your style should be as well. Now, that's easy if you're just going to switch from a T-shirt to a sweater. No problem. But what about your glasses? That's an investment. You can't have a different pair of glasses for every month of the year. Can you? Pair Eyewear makes it possible. One pair, endless possibilities. Because who says glasses have to be boring? You choose a base frame and then tops. These are magnetic frames that go over the frame that give every day a different personality if you want. They've got iconic base shapes and then hundreds of these magnetic tops that make it so easy to switch up your look. And lens options, they got you covered with sunglasses, with reading glasses, with light responsive lesson lenses, with blue light lenses. Pair gets you a pair of glasses at a great price that allows you to change your look quickly and easily get glasses as ever changing as you are with pair because you're an upside listener you can save 15 percent off your first purchase go to pair eyewear.com slash upside that's 15 percent off at p-a-i-r eyewear.com slash upside i'm spending a lot more time in the kitchen these days because i'm trying to make our family more efficient right well you know what's not efficient is spending so much time cleaning up after you cook with my caraway pans, that is a non-issue because they have these beautifully ceramic coated pots and pans and the food just glides right off of them. Now, a year ago, I found caraway. I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on our show. And I noticed when I was cooking about a year ago that like my nonstick pans were peeling off in my food. And there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans and I did not want to feed that to my family any longer. So hopped on Google, found caraway pans. And here's a couple things that strike me that I love. One, they're non-toxic. They are made without any toxic materials 
They have the naturally slick surface that I love and I was telling you about before, and they are absolutely gorgeous. They are for the modern kitchen and they have so many colors to choose from. Whatever your style is, these pots and pans are going to look absolutely beautiful in your home, which is really, really unique. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside or use the code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. What is the first thing you do when you wake up? Do you check your credit score? Uh, probably not. With Chime, they do it for you. True story. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. And Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus that help you build your credit over time. Chime members see an increase of 30 points on average. No annual fees, no large security deposits, and no credit checks to apply. If you are ready to start your credit journey with Chime, know that sign up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Go to chime.com slash upside. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime.com slash upside to start building your credit today. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank N.A. pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. and impact to score may vary, and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I'm asking this question knowing that my dad is going to have something to weigh in on this topic, as he frequently does. My dad listens to our show every day, and 90, what Jeff, would you say, 90, 95% of the time that we see him, he has feedback on the show. It's not that often, but he, do, he does, if, if, if something we talk about tickles his fancy. Mm -hmm. He shares his opinion on it. He does. And I think this is going to be one of those things. I have, Jeff and I were having a conversation the other day about how I have kind of lost my excitement about leaving the house. <laughs> now, I don't think you're unusual in, in <sighs> this. I think this is a, a, a thing of the past couple of years. Well, here's what I want to know. Is it a thing of the past couple of years or is it a phase where we have a young child, I have two jobs and I just don't have the energy to do anything else. Like I want to know, have I shifted? Am I now an introvert and I get my like oomph from being at home? Or is this just a phase of my life where I'm just tired and I will get my excitement and joy for leaving the house back at some point, but I just don't have it now. Is this normal? Am I an introvert now? Or am I just tired? I think it's the perfect, I mean, honestly, I I think it's the perfect storm of the past couple of years where people were able to, just because of the circumstances of the world, that they were able to, so ex extroverts, right? People mm -hmm. who, are, who get their energy from being out and about and around people, they were forced to be inside mm -hmm. and, and be with a smaller circle of people for a period of time. And I think that allowed, I think there's some extroverts, people who thought they were extroverts who were like, I can't wait until things. And then 
I don't know, what was it, like 90 days when things started to open up again? Like, they were the first ones. to like, what can I do? What's happening mm-hmm. right now? Oh, we're, you know, oh, I'm going to it, you know? Um, and then I think there are introverts who are probably in the same situation where they were like, oh, this is going to be so great. I don't have to see anybody. And then after a month of like working from home, they're, they're, they were like, I need to get, I need people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my, all of that to say, I think there's a chance you might just be like that period of time may have helped you realize more of who you are and then throw into that your crazy work hours and a toddler. Yeah, because I'm really, I mean, the conversation we had, Jeff, look, Jeff works from home. He doesn't interact with other adults except for me. So when I get home. Sometimes I do. Well, I know, but normally on a day-to-day basis, most of your days you spend alone. Mr. Bill, who directs traffic at the carpool line, I give him a wave every time I drop Valley off. Right. So that's like the extent of it. So when I get home, you're like, okay, let's do things. Let's hang out. I'm so excited to see you. I'm so, which I love. I love that you're excited to see me, but I am wondering, is this a phase? So you need to just be mindful of my phase and the fact that we're just in a tough spot right now with like the work thing and also postpartum stuff. Cause like it's been two years, but it's still an ongoing thing and be understanding or do I need to step up? You know, that's kind of like what I am struggling with right now and realize that I have a partner that needs me to like rally sometimes and that I need to step up to the plate. So I don't, I don't know really where that is. I don't know if step up. I, I think I do think that my whole point, I lost my train of thought when I was talking earlier about how the extroverts became introverts and the introverts mm-hmm. became extroverts. My, the end part of that was and I think there are some people who just become comfortable on the easy path and may have forgotten who they were. So there are some right. people who realized what they were. And I think there's other people who've forgotten who they truly were mm-hmm. and they need to be forced into that. So you think I need to be forced? No, not necessarily you, but I think, um, I don't think you, I, I don't think it's a blanket decision. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a blanket, like, you're now an introvert. Um, I think you're just comfortable. Mm-hmm. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Did that help at all? Or were you just saying? No, but I'm hoping that we get like calls and stuff like that of people that can be like, you know what? The first five years, like when we were going through the phase of kids, I was just, I didn't have like my oomph. And then I like, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Or sorry, Kelly, got to step it up. 800-434-5454. Zoning, this is your first random thing, zoning out while awake, which we've all done it and we've all seen people do it. You know, it's like when you look over at somebody in a meeting. Story of my life. And they're just like focused on the eraser of the dry, you know, dry erase board. Mm -hmm. Like, hello, where'd you go? Yeah. That's actually called mind blanking. It is a distinct mental state where the brain essentially goes offline it's similar to deep sleep, but it happens while you're awake. Um, it's something that it's certainly not new. People have been doing it forever, but the study of it is new. Um, and they are learning so much about 
the way the mind works and something called spontaneous cognition. Um, but what you need to know is if it happens to you from time to time, it's not weird. Like, you're not zoning out. You're not bored. It's not an ADD thing. It's not an ADHD thing. It's nothing other than your brain uh, kind of resetting itself. Um, I and, feel seen. Yeah. And uh, the studies that they're doing uh, all relate to the boundaries of sleep and wakefulness. And they're starting to learn that the line between the two might not be as solid as they thought it was. It might be a little gray. Your second random thing is the term coffee break was coined in the late 1800s and women who were working at a tobacco warehouse began the ritual of stopping during the workday. They would brew coffee and then they would have like a little chat, a little, you know, time out during the day. So I feel like now we don't really do like coffee break has been coined as something negative, you know, like. What are you guys on a coffee break? Oh, yeah. You know, like kind of with a negative connotation. I think we should bring that back. I think we should have, you know, I don't know, just like a little socially acceptable time to zone out for a minute, recalibrate, and it's not weird and there's no guilt attached. Somebody at your third random thing is somebody at the Northeastern University School of Law is in big trouble because they hit send on emails to 200 people um, that invited them to join the next class of law school, even though final admissions decisions have not yet been oh, made. Oh, boy. So after it was discovered, they sent out an email apologizing. But could you, you've, we've all seen the videos, you know, like a family's gathered around. Yeah. The email no. that comes oh my from gosh, like it's the worst. admissions at Northeastern schooloflaw.edu or whatever and you're like come on everybody gather oh, around man. you click on it it says you're in oh. and then like two days later you get one that says no just kidding makes me harder those are your three random things thank you for listening to the upside with callie and jeff most people learn about the upside from their friends please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow there are a lot of things that go on behind the scenes while we're recording. Like sometimes we're making hand gestures at each other. Sometimes we pause for different things. I just got to tell you the past like seven minutes of our show, I am so hungry that I feel like it's all I can think about. And I am surprised that you haven't heard my stomach growling. <laughs> Maybe I have. Maybe we have to go back and listen to the last seven minutes. Oh my gosh. Show. I am so hungry and I can't think about anything else. I was like, oh, what should we talk about in our show clothes? I'm like, how about the only thing I can think about right now, which is going downstairs and having some soup. Well, go get your soup. The show's over. Bye. All right, I'm driving home from work and wrapping up the episode. And I am literally laughing out loud at the ancient Ram Inn. Kelly, how does Jeff not get it? It's, oh my gosh. Jeff, you're like the king of like making, you know, those kind of jokes. <laughs> I'm just like, Jeff, Jeff, the ancient Ram Inn. This can't be real. All right, love you both. Bye. Hey guys, I had to pause today's episode. Y'all are talking about how often we leave the house with Ellie without anything. And I would do the same, but I kept a small diaper bag in my car with stuff. So I at least 
had access if I truly needed it, if it was an emergency. But yeah, I would totally go out in public without things for my kids all the time. I also would keep um, a towel in my car. And I know it sounds weird, but it was because if we, if I took them to a playground earlier in the day and there was still dew all over the equipment, I could wipe it down so they didn't get soaked. So just throwing that out there. Love the show. Hi, Callie and Jeff. Listening to your podcast about your kit for your car, definitely a great idea to keep a full-size towel, change of clothes, baby wipes, etc. not just because of a blowout, but car sickness. I experienced that when mine was little, and it went everywhere in the car seat, everywhere on my child, and we still had a few miles to go. So that way you can completely change clothes, cover the car seat with a towel um, to keep them clean until you can get home. So the more stuff you can keep on hand, the better. Hey, guys, it's Stacey. Um, Yeah, talking about the Amazon catalog, um, I think they did one last year or maybe even the year before. And my almost eight-year-old tore into it this week. She actually got the one last year, and I think she probably still has it floating around her room. Like, the best thing ever. It's totally like this year's wish book when we were growing up um, and, and service merchandise and just going through the catalog. And she, I swear she pulled that thing out of the mailbox this week, um, like on Tuesday, and has looked at it every day um, as soon as she gets home from school after her homework's done. She just goes through it and goes through it and goes through it, and it just cracks me up. And it probably came at the right time, too, because her birthday is this weekend. So she's planning birthday, and she's planning Christmas, and it is the best catalog ever. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. Um, this is Amy. I was listening to today's episode and um, you guys, uh, Callie, you started talking about um, having kind of a kit for the car. Um, I cannot recommend that enough. A few months back, my three-year-old threw up in the car and it was not just a little bit. Um, it was a lot. We were on the way to school and thank God I had a change of clothes for him and baby wipes a roll of paper towels and like a beach towel. I mean, it went, it was everywhere. It was so bad. Um, I I can't recommend to do that uh, fast enough. Enjoy creating your car kits. It's going to be such a lifesaver and um, just love you guys so much. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Don't you ever give up on your dreams. If it is meant for you, it will not miss you. So you must believe in yourself. You must really get up off of the sidelines of your own life and get in there and fight for you. You're the best person out there to put up the good fight for you.